Welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Sean Wasserman, Senior Editor at Engineering.com. On today's special episode of This Week in Engineering, cyborg human applications straight out of science fiction, and TIE fighter designs inspire an engineer to make a radar discovery. As you've probably guessed, today's show is all about the technology of Star Wars and how it's inspiring real-world engineers. Today's episode of This Week in Engineering is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. Star Wars has a rich heritage of powerful and memorable heroes and anti-heroes. But did you ever think that two of our most beloved main characters are cyborgs? There are also many side characters that can claim to be cyborgs, sporting some level of machine-the-brain or machine-the-body interfaces, like my buddy Lobot. You remember Lobot? Lando's right-hand man? Yeah, his, his name is Lobot. He has a cybernetic implant that allows him to interface directly with Cloud City's central computer, just like some people are attempting today. These characters have different abilities that are restored or enhanced cybernetically. This is not only inspiring to those with physical and mental challenges in the real world, it also sparks the imagination of engineers to design and build new tools and devices to help them. Take Luke's well-known prosthetic arm. In that memorable scene from Empire, it restored the budding Jedi's arm to its full dexterity after it failed an encounter with his father. Prosthetics may not be there quite yet, but we're getting closer, and the technology is improving daily. But the advanced fictional technology in Luke's prosthetic arm may help our engineers dream about what might be possible like designing a prosthetic that is indistinguishable to a real human arm, with all the sensations that come with it. But the characters in Star Wars also remind us that disability isn't always visible. Sometimes it's hidden in plain sight. Take our old pal Vader, though the third best villain of all time by AFI, by the way. He is in a walking life support suit that we just assume is some advanced armor. In reality, this bad boy suit keeps Anakin's lungs breathing, his heart pumping, much like a pacemaker in an iron lung. Just as art inspires science, science can inspire art. So perhaps these inventions inspired the filmmakers to dream up Vader's mobile life suit to make sure he can wreak havoc against the rebels at any chance he gets. Well, like Vader, I'm a bit of a cyborg myself. I wear this little guy called a Dexcom on my belly to keep me appraised of my blood sugars, technology that wasn't even around years ago. Ever since I got it, I wondered, what do those controls in Vader's suit do? Does the blinking light on his chest warn him that his blood sugars are dropping? So the Dexcom tests my sugars every five minutes and sends the result to my phone and my smartwatch via Bluetooth. If this system realizes my sugars are too high or too low, it sets off alarms to ensure that I'm in the know. It's woken me up and saved my life on a few occasions. It will even send app notifications to my wife if it gets worried. That's right, I am now a thing on the internet of things. Perhaps medical devices, prosthetics, and suits like Vader's will continue to inspire engineers to create new and improved life support systems that will enable more freedom to others of varying degrees of disability, like the freedom Dexcom offers me. So that last example begs a question. 
What would it look like to live the moment that a sci-fi film inspires an engineer? Well, I found a person that fits the bill perfectly. Jared Hansen, manager of electronics engineering solutions at RAND Simulation. He wondered what the radar signature of a TIE fighter would look like. Would it be strong enough to warn the rebels that an Imperial TIE fighter squadron is parsecs away? Or would they learn about it just in the nick of time to prepare a last minute defense? Inspired by this question, he created a simulation of the radar signal of a TIE fighter's cross-section. It took ANSYS HFSS and its SBR Plus solver, simulation software he used for the analysis, four hours to compute the results. That is some intense analysis, just to answer one curious question. Now, before we show you the results of the analysis, let's look at a few parameters. Due to bilateral symmetry, Hansen only needed to analyze one area of the ship. He could then apply the same results to other areas by rotating and mirroring the results. Focusing on the cross-section, you'll notice a few interesting things about the analysis. The cross-section only focuses on the spherical center of the craft, so areas in blue and green do a good job eliminating the signal's reflection to the receiver. Areas in orange and red, however, will tip off Leia and the Rebel Alliance that an attack is imminent. The areas in the fighter that give off the larger signal correspond to points that deviate from the curve of the spaceship's core. By removing the TIE fighter, we can read the results more clearly. If we plot this on a 2D axis, you'll have an even better ability to read the data. It appears that the largest signal detectable by the Rebel base is about 33 decibels. That's about as intense as a whisper. So what can engineers learn from this fictional example of simulation technology? Well, what I find most interesting are the curved areas. They have the best ability to trick the radar. So what's a real-world example of this? Northrop Grumman's B-2 Spirit, better known as the Stealth Bomber, has a 170-foot wingspan. The TIE Fighter, only 21 feet. However, the bomber has been intentionally designed to have a radar signal similar to that of a large bird. A lot of computer modeling, testing, and simulation was used to optimize the shape of the craft to reflect radar. The resulting geometry is curved and capable of reflecting radar signals away from the receiver. Now, I'm not saying that a Star Wars fan studied a TIE fighter's radar signature, stumbled upon this, and then used it to design the B-2. What I'm saying is that a real-world engineer had a science fiction question. On a lark, he tested it out and made a discovery that correlates to a real-world design. If this information wasn't known ahead of time, this could have been how it was discovered. After all, it was a moldy sample that led to Alexander Fleming's discovery of penicillin. Stranger things have happened. Perhaps if Hansen continues to study the whole radar signature of the TIE Fighter and other Star Wars ships, he could stumble upon something interesting. Perhaps that will be an episode far, far away. This episode was brought to you by engineering.com TV. Thanks for listening. Tune in again next time.